Welcome to the Round the League podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Around the League podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and this is your podcast for everything sports. You can find this podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms at the Around the League podcast and on YouTube at B-Man Films. So let's go ahead and get into it, starting off with the NFL draft. So starting off with the NFL draft, last week I did my mock draft, and we're not even going to talk about that. I only got the first two picks right. I got the Jaguars selecting Trevor Lawrence, which was dead giveaway, and the New York Jets selecting Zach Wilson, dead giveaway, and then the San Francisco 49ers ended up getting Trey Lance over Mac Jones, Um, so that was kind of a 50-50 chance, uh, and I got that one wrong, and then the Falcons drafted uh, Kyle Pitts, um, and I'm going to do my breakdown, um, of course, of at least the top 10 picks, I don't know if I'll go too much further than that, because I don't know too much about all these players. But um, to start it off, um, the Dolphin or no, the San Francisco 49ers drafted Trey Lance. Um, I think that's a fine pick. He's a really, really good player. And um, I just thought it was Mac Jones because initially it was either Fields or Jones and then it was Lance or Jones. So I just thought since Jones was the one that was in there the whole time. Um, but they ended up going with Trey Lance, which is a great decision. Then the Atlanta Falcons ended up going with Kyle Pitts. A lot of outrage from the Falcons here, because although Kyle Pitts is a really good player, I think they definitely wanted Pene Sewell um, or Justin Fields, um, or Justin Fields, which I don't know if they're ready for a new quarterback or if they really, or if Justin Fields is the right one. If that makes any sense, I feel like in the coming years there might be somebody else they can get. Um, but Kyle Pitts goes to the Falcons. Um, Jamar Chase goes to the Cincinnati Bengals to um, go back to his quarterback, Joe Burrow, from college. Then Jalen Waddle goes to Miami to go ba- back to his quarterback from college, Tua Tungvaloa. Then Pene Sewell ends up going to the Lions, which is a really good pick for them, trying to build around Jared Goff, or at least whoever will come after Jared Goff. Uh, then a real shocker, at least to me, was the Carolina Panthers selecting J.C. Horn, quarterback out of South Carolina, cornerback. Um, I don't know why you'd go with J.C. Horn right now or um, at that spot because uh, Patrick Sertan was still on the board. Patrick Sertan was definitely the best cornerback in this draft, All-American, um, first-team All-SEC, um, just an all-around really good cornerback. Um, third in passes um, de- uh, defended, um, and the Carolina Panthers ended up going with J.C. Horn for some reason. He was a second-team All-SEC, not an All-American, um, and I mean, like, if you're just looking at awards, um, uh, Patrick Sertan's better, and even in just, like, overall as a football player, he's better, but they ended up going with J.C. Horn, which it's not a terrible pick. I just don't know why they went with Sertan, who went next pick, number nine, to the Broncos. Then Devontae Smith goes 10 um, to the Philadelphia Eagles to go play with um, his former quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Eagles uh, traded their pick away from, or the Cowboys traded their pick away, and the Eagles ended up getting him, who uh, who who is who a lot of people thought were going to get him uh, even before this trade even happened. Then uh, the Chicago Bears trade up um, from the Giants to get quarterback Justin Fields. He's a great quarterback, and hopefully he'll be um, the future for the Bears, or at least have, or I know that he will have a competition with um, Andy Dalton and himself, uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Then 12 was Micah Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State. 
um, to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and then the Los Angeles Chargers got Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, which is a great pick um, to help guard down or to help stake that offensive line um, and offensive tackle who they'll most likely put on the blind side for Justin Herbert. Then Elijah Vera Tucker, um, a guard out of USC, went to um, New York from the Vikings. That was initially the Vikings pick, and they traded down. And then at 15, uh, Mac Jones from Alabama goes to the New England Patriots, which I think is a great pick. He will be in a, actually in a quarterback room with two players from Auburn, who's Alabama's rival, Cam Newton and uh, Jared Stidham. But I think he's going to a really good, co- uh, really good coach in Bill Belichick. Um, and then the Arizona Cardinals drafted Zaven Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa. Don't really know much about him. Uh, and then at 17, the Raiders got a su- surprise pick, and they get Alex Leatherwood, which I think is a pretty good pick because um, they definitely needed some help on the offensive line. Then at 18, the draft, the Dolphins drafted Gene Phillips, who, along with me, a lot of people didn't really know who he was. Then the football team got uh, Jamin Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky. And then at 20, the New York Giants um, who had, uh, who has the Bears pick that, uh, they traded, so a big trade-up for the Bears, they get Kadarius Tony, wide receiver out of Florida, which is another really interesting pick, he's a playmaker, kind of like, um, Tyreek Hill, but definitely has the potential, then the Indianapolis Colts get Quiddy Pay, um, defensive end out of Michigan, a really good pick for them, then the Titans get Caleb Farley, um, cornerback out of Virginia Tech, then the, uh, Vikings, um, get Christian Darsall, uh, who's another offensive tackle, um, a good pick for them with Kirk Cousins back, and this might be my favorite pick of the draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers at number 24 pick Najee Harris out of Alabama, um, this is a great pick for them, one of the best offensive lines in the league, and they were missing a a running back after uh, James Conner left in free agency, and with a Hall of Fame corner quarterback, uh, decent wide receivers and um a solid defense i think he's going to the best team that he could possibly be going to possibly and then the jacksonville jaguars really really weird pick they go with travis Etienne, which i guess makes sense because they're trying to link him up with his quarterback from clemson but they had one of the top rushers in the league last year james robinson and they select a running back in the first round i don't know how that running back room is going to work if he's going to start or is um robinson going to start um who knows on that one but at 26 the browns get greg newsome cornerback out of northwestern then the baltimore ravens i think they make a really good pick here with rashad bateman wide receiver out of minnesota um i like this pick because they giving lamar just some more really really good some really really good wide receivers to help he's got They've got a really good rushing attack and um, just adding to that wide receiver room there. Then the New York New Orleans Saints get um, defensive end Peyton Turner um, out of Houston. Then the Green Bay Packers make a good selection with Eric Stokes, cornerback out of Georgia. Um, and speaking of the Green Bay Packers, on draft day, Aaron Rodgers comes out and he says that he does not see his uh, future and does not want to be a Green Bay Packer anymore, which is huge news as the reigning MVP doesn't want to be on the on his team anymore, which is insane. And then later he also came out and said that he will not be staying with them unless if they change their GM, which is really interesting from Aaron Rodgers. Um, just really, really weird I, I, I don't really know what to think about that. Next, the Buffalo Bills select Gregory 
Russell, um, edge rusher out of Miami. Then the Baltimore Ravens get Jason Owa, edge rusher out of Penn State. And Joe Tyron goes to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, edge out of Washington. Aside from that, a couple of picks that I like that with the New York Jets uh, getting Elijah Moore, they went out and got a weapon for Zach for Zach Wilson, which is a, a play which is a play for them in the draft that I really like. And also Landon Dickerson going to the Philadelphia Eagles, um, a guard slash center out of Alabama. He had transferred from he had transferred from Florida State, and now he will be teaming up with Jalen Hurts um, with the center. As the center, and then the New New England Patriots get uh, Christian Barmore, which was interesting. He was initially projected as a first round draft pick, and he fell a lot um, as and he fell a lot as it came out uh, pretty close to the draft about um, his coachability being kind of questionable. Um, and then also, and also the last um, third round or the last second round pick that I want to go over is the Los Angeles Chargers getting Asante Samuel. Um, cornerback out of Florida State. This is a really good pick for them. Um, getting getting another corner to um, compensate from what they from what they lost last year to free agency. And then another one that I just saw was the Arizona uh, Cardinals drafting Rondale Moore, wide receiver out of Purdue, a huge playmaker just to go in that insane offense for for Arizona. And then in round seven, we had I had two, we had two really weird picks. Um, with Thomas Fletcher, long snapper out of Alabama, going 222nd to the Carolina Panthers. This is a complimentary selection, which I don't really know what that means. Um, but that is that is an interesting. I just have no clue. Why would you pick a long snapper in any in the draft? Like they're going to be there in free agency. Um, and but he did win the uh, long snapper of the year award, which is kind of an interesting thing. Um, but there's Thomas Fletcher, and I thought, and I was like, oh, why would you pick him? He's gonna he's gonna be available in free agency, but apparently not because the Washington football team end up selecting Cameron Chessman, um, long snapper out of Michigan. And I looked at it, and there have only, there have been very few long snappers ever selected, and the highest one was the fourth round. Sorry, but who who would who would select a long snapper in the fourth round of the NFL draft? And then finally, um, and then finally, Mister Irrelevant, the final pick in the NFL draft, two hundred and fifty nine, um, in the seventh round, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got Grant Studdard, linebacker out of Houston. So that wraps up the NFL draft. Um, it's always fun to watch the NFL draft and see what people, where people are going. The wide receiver class this year was really strong, along with the quarterback class, along with the quarterback class. Um, and it would be really exciting to see where those college stars go um, and go and see what their career will be like in the NFL. Now, in the MLB, um, we have some news um, out of we have some news out of Chicago and Cincinnati um, today in the Reds versus Cubs game. Um, going uh, running into the outfield um, on a, a ball a hit into shallow right field, right center field. Uh, Nico Horner, the second baseman, is running out um, and ends up colliding with um, with center fielder Ian Happ and uh, I think leadoff hitter or hitting second for the Cubs, really high in their order. And he um, and Happ ends up getting up. He's got bloody nose. He had to be carted off the field. Mr. David Ross later said that he was not, or that he is in good spirits now. And speaking of that game, there was a home run fest there as um, in one inning, uh, Chris Bryant hit a home run, then 
Then Anthony Rizzo hit a home run, and then a couple innings later, Chris Bryant hits another home run. And for the or for the Reds, I don't exactly remember who all um, hit the home runs there, but I know that uh, Nicholas Castellanos hit one, um, and possibly Jesse Winker too. Um, but I don't. But I am not a hundred percent sure on that one because it doesn't have it in the stats page. Um, over here, but they in the series finale they combined for ten home runs. So the Reds hit so the Reds hit I think maybe seven, and the Cubs hit three or six four, and um the and the teams combined for twenty for twenty five runs as the score ends up twelve to thirteen in the Reds' favor. Um, going into the tenth inning where the Reds pull it out by one. And an awesome game going down to the wire in the NBA, um, with the Brooklyn Nets losing to the Milwaukee Bucks 117 to 114. Kevin Durant gets 42 points in 40 minutes, which means he's averaging over one point per minute, which is pretty insane. And then Giannis Antetokounmpo got almost almost hit that 50 mark. He got 49 points in 36 minutes which means he's averaging even more points a minute. Chris Middleton for the Milwaukee Bucks also got 26 to kept up for a lot of the score, and this is a super high-scoring game and a really fun game that went down to the wire. <clears throat> and then also to end the second half in the Heat-Hornets game, the Heat are currently up 114-91, to to but LaMelo Ball um, gets, a, uh, or gets um, the ball after the basket, throws it down the court like a quarterback, and it's right into the arms of one of his teammates, takes one step, lays it up to end the half, and that was just a really, really cool play. And a two-time Stanley Cup champion, um, Chicago Blackhawk and former and former Montreal Canadian Andrew Shaw retires at 29 because of concussions. He missed almost all of last year because of concussions, um, and it's just unfortunate for a younger player like that, especially in hockey, um, to have to retire because of injuries, but he had a great career, two-time Stanley Cup champion with the Chicago Blackhawks when they kind of had their dynasty um, in like 2010 to 2015, and he also played as a Montreal Canadian. Um, but that is just um, some news there from the NHL. From it might it might have even been last week, but I really took up most of the um, episode talking about the draft. And um, in college football, there have been talks about expanding the um, playoff. Um, so they have been talking about maybe doing it to um, 12 teams, I think. And a lot of people want eight. Um, so like eight or 12, which would be awesome. I feel like the point of having a playoff is really to like be able to play off and having more of a bracket. And a 14 bracket really isn't a, a playoff at all. And you get the same amount of... Um, teams and you get a lot of upsets because it's really just uh, been Alabama Clemson like five times um, since whenever it was implemented in I believe 2014 and we're in 2021 now and they played five times um, and I think it's been going I think that this was the seventh or eighth year so that means there's only been like three years where it hasn't happened um, which is kind of unfortunate because it's it's almost like like a fake playoff like there's like oh yeah this is a college football playoff but in reality, it's the college football Alabama versus Clemson and Georgia and Georgia, and Notre Dame gets in and loses. And um, it's just a lot of the same teams in Ohio State gets in. Um, and it's just it just ends up being a lot of the same teams. And a 20 or an uh, 8 team or 12 team bracket would be absolutely awesome uh, because you get more small schools like UFC when they went um, undefeated. And um, other schools like Coastal Carolina, possibly, 
um, that can make a push for the CFB um, for the CFB playoff and not have to um, be within such a selective group of four teams and they don't have to be battered by oh you're um, oh you didn't play good enough teams um, to be the top four teams in the nation or oh you don't have enough wins um, if a team um, if teams are it it opens it up to a more broader um it opens it up to a broader group of players to where you don't just have to be the you don't have to go undefeated or you don't have to be a one loss or you don't have to be a power five or a um big ten or sec team to get into the playoff aside from that that about wraps it up for this week's edition of the around the league podcast i know we kind of jumped around a lot today and um talked a lot about the nfl draft but i really hope you guys enjoyed and i'll see you next time Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Around the League podcast. You can tune in next Sunday for another episode.